Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the History of Byzantium. My name's Robin Pearson, and I'm recording this introduction in early 2015. The first introduction I recorded was back in May 2012, and if you want to enjoy my rather stiff and formal-sounding original effort, then I will leave it at the end of this episode. The reason I'm updating the introduction is to offer you some advice so that you can get the most from the podcast. This series is designed to be a continuation of Mike Duncan's podcast, The History of Rome. So if you're a big fan of that series and know it well, you could pretty much just skip to episode two now, where I pick up the story in Constantinople in the 450s AD. Please give me a few episodes, uh, Grace, to find my feet. Um, Long-time fans of the podcast will tell you uh, I get better as it goes on. If you've listened to the history of Rome, though, but it's been a while or you feel you need a little refresher in all things Constantinople before you dive back into the narrative, then can I suggest you skip ahead to episode 10 and listen to that first. In episode 10, I take a tour of Constantinople and describe what life was like there. It might be a nice bit of orientation before you start getting into all the politics. And I should say, if you have your doubts about the podcast, then uh, why not skip ahead to episode 27, The Walking Dead? It uh, can act as a standalone episode about an outbreak of bubonic plague in the Empire, and hopefully will uh, encourage you to give the whole series a try. Okay, so if you've not listened to the History of Rome podcast and just want to hear about Byzantine history, then I have recorded a special podcast for you. I've called it episode 1A, so it should be on the feed straight after this one. It's a kind of catch-up session aimed at someone who knows only the outline of Roman history. Because this podcast was designed to continue the work of the history of Rome, I don't want to leave anyone behind who doesn't want to listen to all 179 episodes of that podcast. Uh... Obviously, I recommend that you do because it's so good. But in case you want to just get straight into the Byzantine stuff, then give episode 1A a try. I hope it will be helpful and will make episode 2 easier to get into. I should also say that if you go to thehistoryofbyzantium.com and look in the top right-hand corner, there is a maps page. So anytime I mention a map that's uh, on the blog it will accompany that episode but it might be quicker to just go straight to the maps page and all the maps are there and you can just scroll to the bottom for the oldest with the newest at the top okay that's it from me uh things will go silent for a few seconds and then you can enjoy my original introduction from 2012 where i give a little more information about me and my aims for the show and i also speak very slowly and correctly because i was very concerned not to make a mistake anyway thanks for listening i really hope you enjoy the fascinating story 
of the later Roman Empire. Hello everyone, and welcome to the History of Byzantium, Episode 1, An Introduction. My name is Robin Pearson, I live in London in the UK, and I currently have two jobs. I work full-time for my father, who's an actor, and for the past four years I've been working part-time as a TV critic. I set up my own website, thetvcritic.org, so I could share my passion for American TV shows. I grew up with very strong opinions about what makes good or bad television, and began writing an episode guide for the show Friends in the mid-2000s. It was the sheer number of podcasts dedicated to the show Lost, though, which convinced me in 2007 to write about TV full-time and begin to record my own podcasts. Since then, I've produced a number of podcasts, both alone and with co-hosts, and you can find those at thetvcritic.org, including shows dedicated to Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, Spartacus, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I've also become a huge fan of podcasts themselves, and regularly listen to over a dozen a week. One of my favorites, as you've probably guessed, is Mike Duncan's The History of Rome, though I also thoroughly recommend Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. I've always had an interest in ancient history and studied classics at school. I've read Roman history books on and off since university, but my passion for the subject was only really ignited in the last few years, partly through a trip to Italy and partly through the History of Rome podcast. I liked pretty much everything about the History of Rome. I liked the simplification and explanation of the Roman story. I liked the half-hour length. I liked Mike's sense of humor and timing. I liked his neutral tone, which never felt like it was providing an overbearing opinion on the narrative. When Mike announced he would be stopping with the fall of the West in 476, I considered whether I could possibly take on the task of continuing the story. I really want to learn more about what happened to the Romans next, and as I have the podcasting equipment and experience at my fingertips, I've decided I will. My aim is to continue in the same vein as the history of Rome. I want to present the narrative story of what happened to the Roman Empire from 476 onwards in half-hourly installments. I'm no expert on the subject, but I have studied it before and aim to communicate in as clear and entertaining a fashion as possible. Initially, at least, I hope to emulate Mike's style. I want to keep the rough structure and neutral tone established on the history of Rome because I think so highly of it. I hope you won't see it as simply an imitation, and doubtless over time, my own style will emerge. There are a couple of things I should add before our story can resume. The first is that my podcast will be called The History of Byzantium. I feel this is the right name for the podcast because The History of Rome rather followed the city of Rome through its rise and fall, whereas my story will follow Constantinople from its position of dominance to its fall a millennium later. Why not call the podcast The History of Constantinople, you might ask? Here I go with historical convention. 
as you probably know, Byzantium was the original Greek settlement which Constantine built over when he founded his city. The residents of Constantinople continued to call themselves Romans, albeit in Greek, up until the 15th century. However, historians rightly want to distinguish between the classical empire of Rome and the medieval empire of Constantinople. So I will be falling in line and referring to the empire of the Romans as the Byzantine Empire during the podcasts. Or at least I'll try to. Inevitably at times I will refer to them as Romans because that's what they called themselves, but I will try to keep that to a minimum. It will get confusing, after all, when we come to talk about those people who actually live in Rome when they come face-to-face with Byzantine forces. The second point I need to make is about the podcast schedule. For the foreseeable future, I don't want to commit to a particular one. At the end of each podcast, I will let you know when the next one will be available. I aim to keep these gaps to three weeks at a maximum, and one day perhaps go weekly. However, given the amount of reading involved, and my two other jobs, it would be foolish to make promises I can't keep. The final point I should add is that I will need your support to keep the podcast going. For now, I can guarantee that I will take the story forward another hundred years to the end of the reign of Justinian. I will then reassess how things are going. In the meantime, please get in touch to let me know what you think of the podcast. You can leave a comment at thehistoryofbyzantium.wordpress.com. You can give the podcast a like or other comments at the Facebook page. Just type The History of Byzantium into Facebook. Or you can leave me some iTunes feedback. That's it for now. I'm off to learn how to pronounce Zeno's real name and continue my reading. Please join me in three weeks' time when our story will resume. I will actually be taking a brief step back in time to the 450s and 460s to introduce the Emperor Leo and give you a fuller picture of what was going on in Constantinople as the West was falling apart. By the end of that episode, we should be back in 476 and watch as the Emperor Zeno works out what to do with the purple cloak and diadem that just arrived gift-wrapped from Ravenna. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.